We have a very short gospel reading this day, but it's a remarkable one. Jesus comes to this place, probably on the north side of the Sea of Galilee, and he speaks to four of his 12 disciples, and he commands them to do something which is radical. He says, follow me. Follow me. He's been probably a carpenter himself for some period of time. They're fishermen. And in the eyes of the world, they were simply peasants. Some people write that they were illiterate. Maybe they were. They don't end up illiterate, as we know. But he says to follow me. Follow me, and I, I really, he says, I will make you fishers of men. I'm sure they had no clue what that meant. But they follow him. Who does that? Would you do that? I wouldn't do that. I mean, when I was working secularly, if somebody walked into my office and said, come follow me, would I have done? No. I said, no, I've got my business here. I've got my family. I've got to take care of them. It's radical. He says to follow me. And what happens? They are transformed. They're changed beyond all belief. And just in this passage, we don't even have to get beyond just this short passage. And it says, and they went about, Jesus went about all Galilee, they with him, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the gospel of, king, of the kingdom, healing all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of disease among the people. And they were going with him and doing these things. We know later on that in fact they do healings. Even some of them raise the dead. How radical is that? And, and this, this little follow me is not just like, like a weekend trip. They go for three years. And then after that, he leaves. And it was hard during those three years, believe me. And it only got harder. Even after the ascension, he, they don't stop following him. They follow him from afar, and it gets even harder. So much so that all of them end up as martyrs, save John who lives to be a, a, a grand old age, but he suffers too. He comes close unto death many times. He suffers a great deal. They follow him. Brothers and sisters, all of us follow someone or something. We follow a person or persons or a group or an idea or a concept you follow something. Most of us like to think, well, I'm, I'm pretty independent-minded, and I'm pretty self-sufficient, and I mean, I think that too lots of times. Most of the time, probably almost all the time I think that, and that's just not true. I'm following something or somebody. We all are doing that. If we look at the Scriptures, we know that some people followed very godly people. Some followed the apostles. 
Some followed Christ. Many followed Christ, and they found salvation. And, and for themselves, ultimately, the day, in the day of the Lord, resurrection unto the, uh, heaven. But we find Abraham, his family follows him. It had to be pretty strange when, when they, he said, in, in, in the land where he lived, and was very prosperous, said, we're leaving here. I mean, okay, we're going. Or Moses, the people of of. Of course, they were slaves in Egypt, but after they leave and they're wandering around for 40 years and they're thinking, why did we do this? At least we had a place to sleep, we had a regular meal, and now we're wandering around in the desert? Who thought this was a good idea? But they followed him. They followed Joshua and Caleb into the promised land. Get out of the realm of spiritual matters. Many people follow political leaders. They follow great military leaders. We know sometimes those things have resulted in good things and many, many times and maybe most often not such good things. Some people follow very strange religious leaders. Some people follow, if not any of those other things, you know what we follow? We follow our own desires. Our own fallen desires. We follow that. And we do everything we can to make that be satisfied. Which is unfortunate most of the time for us in the long run. Because what it doesn't do is deal with who we were made to be. And that is people who are in communion with God. People who know God. People who offer themselves to Him and receive everything back. Just like Adam did in the garden before the fall. He offers everything back and God gives it back. It is continual offering and giving, offering and giving and receiving. That's what we're called for. But unfortunately, we follow the wrong things many times. But Jesus said, follow me. That's our task today. Is to decide who are we going to follow. And maybe we need to ask ourselves that every day. Who am I following today? Am I following Christ? Look, you can be going and doing your job. You can be taking care of your children. You can be cleaning out the gutters and following Christ. That's imp- you can do that. And that's who we're called to follow, the one who leads us to that for which we were made, and that is to be with God forever. May we follow Peter and Andrew and James and John's example May we follow him. And may we let all of our other followings be transformed by that first following. It's good to have plans. You know I'm a planner. You know I'm sort of looking out ahead. I, I, I do that all the time. But, but all of that has to be subservient to this one true calling that we have, and that is to follow our Lord. We can do that. And we can do that because we're together, because he's called us together into a people to be a reflection of the Holy Trinity, one in him and one in one another. May we together and individually follow him that we might see the blessedness of the kingdom of God together. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God.